Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. my cream all over my face oh my oops there goes serum dripping to my feet oh my oops some kind of oil caressing my legs oh my Ooh, i'm a natch butte who could this be welcome to natch butte everybody welcome to natch butte the lifestyle Beauty Comedy Podcast, where we laugh, we cry, and we cream. I am your host and your guide, Jackie J, a.k.a. the Beauty Talk Shock Shock, your queen of creams, host of the most Sam's and freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over-30 niche influencer, your kooky southern aunt, and I'm creaming while my baby is screaming. Welcome to Natribute. I've been wanting to do Oops by Twee, the famous Twee, for years on Natribute. I've tried to find a backing track on the internet that doesn't have the help vocals and they all do so i can't if that is above my audio engineering level where i can remove the backing vocals so i did acapella today because i just felt it in my bones that oops and famously that song was stuck in my head while i took my sat and i think it's why i got a bad score i literally was like trying to do math problems and i kept hearing oops and i'm like damn it why did i listen to that on the way to take my sats 2002 crazy year anyway Let's get to my guest. My guest is very exciting. I have so much respect for my guest for various reasons. Number one, veteran of the art of podcasting. Yes, honey. An impressive resume of work. Yes, sweetie. She doesn't have an Instagram. No, she does not. Yes, I respect it. Okay. You may have heard of the podcast 99% Invisible. Produce that. And now... Honey, hosting the spinoff, Articles of Interest, which you've probably heard, but guess what? Season three is out now, and it is all about American Ivy, a.k.a. preppy clothes. How exciting. We do talk about clothes on Nashville, and I'm excited. I have so many questions for my guest. She has a velvety voice and great fits, as the kids say, and her name is delicious. Please welcome... You're going to be excited about this. Avery Truffleman. Welcome to Natribute. You have a delicious name and a delicious voice. Oh, thank you so much. I'm very grateful to whatever clerk at Ellis Island mistakenly changed that on behalf of my great-grandfather. But it totally works, you know? Isn't that interesting how often that happens? Totally. Someone once told me... And they really butcher them. They butcher them worse than a Starbucks employee. Oh, totally. Uh, someone once told me that their grandfather at Ellis Island was named Squirrel. Like the last name was Squirrel hmm. because that day in the newspaper, like some squirrel started a fire and they looked down at the headline and they were like Squirrel. Like they were actually, I want to interview, I they're having fun with it. I want to interview the worker at Ellis Island. 
who was circa like nineteen. Yeah, who was serving us barista energy of <laughs> botched names because they changed the course of history. My husband's mother's father, their last name is Pasternak, Pasternak, which is uh, Ukrainian, to poster P O S T E R, and I'm like, how did they do that? I don't get it. It's like not even Incredible near it. Starbucks energy, Incredible. honey. It's you giving. It. It's you giving first day barista. It's giving first day barista. Let's unionize, by the way, everybody. Let's support the. Let's support the workers. Every we have so much to discuss. So I'm going to stop wasting my time hemming and hawing. First question every guest gets on attribute: What type of skin do you have? I don't know how to answer yeah. this question. I feel like I'm mostly, I guess I have oily skin. Okay. I don't really, I just have problem skin. I don't have very good skin. And that's wow. like the thing that I don't enjoy about yeah. me. Wow. Oh, so much to unpack. I need help. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. Well, keep listening. We're going to help. The okay, next, thanks. The next warm question I ask everybody is the first beauty product you ever bought or used, but I kind of wanted to flip it on you and say, do you remember the first piece of clothing? that you ever bought oh interesting now if you want to answer the beauty question you can okay side note i I will say the first beauty product that i like went to sephora and bought was that like jessica simpson edible stuff okay you remember Uh this uh uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. it was like frosting flavored lip gloss i was like that's brilliant (laughs) you're like i need that just eating it out of the (laughs) eating it out of the tube like oh i love it uh, so that was the first, but I remember distinctly, okay. I don't remember like the first like clothes. I remember weirdly one day in middle school, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress. I'm going to try something mm-hmm. different. And I remember I had these big beaded earrings that some kooky aunt brought back t- for me from some vacation mm-hmm. or some street fair. That's kooky Southern aunt energy right there very very kooky they were like kooky earrings and i wore it in middle school when everyone was wearing like abercrombie and i remember i got a lot of comments you know like what are those and i remember at the end of the day i I ripped them off and i threw them (gasps) out and i was so (sighs) ashamed but that moment like started something for me i was like oh this was powerful this had a hold on me this was this was big everybody noticed that is a statement piece it was a statement, and but that was like, oh, it wasn't you were, really me. You were participating in culture yes. in a way that you maybe hadn't before, and that was unlocking all of these different things. It unlocked all these. I was like, I don't know what to do with these feelings. Yes. I don't know what to do. So that was like a key in my my biopic, perhaps, that would be like a, a tiny yep. vignette. Yep, yep. Throwing out the earrings. I'm telling you, it's so funny how all we want to do is conform and blend in when we're young. And if I could go back in time, I would be like, honey, rock those kooky ant earrings. Be the coolest person in the room. But we are all just figuring it out back then. It's so true. It's so true. And it doesn't just make you feel so tenderly towards yes. like that kooky little kid you I see. Hu- especially now, everything out. I have a yes. tiny, tiny child. My, my child is barely cognitive. He's only four months old. But I just am like, the thought of him going to school with his little lunchbox, I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, it blows my mind. I'm like, you're going to go to school and people are probably going to be mean to you. And I can't. I can't go there right now. Do you think you'd encourage him to like embrace oh yeah i'd be like put on your kooky ant earrings honey (laughs) i'll wear them too okay everyone gets a special question that no one else gets and again i did pertain this to your current work i hope you have an answer for me but no pressure do you remember 
one of your outfits for the first day of school? Do any of them come to mind or pieces or something that you remember from your childhood wardrobe besides the kooky ant earrings? The kooky ant earrings was a first yeah, day yeah. of school thing. That was a very, See, like, cause you kind of answered my question already. Yeah. No, no, no. You teed it up so well. I, I don't know. Surely there must be others, but that was definitely the I, most sorry. That I used to memorable. remember every single outfit I wore on the first day of school, but somewhere along the way, those memories, I guess, looking at Instagram too long, you know, you only have so many brain cells and I pushed out Truly. them, but I had this. But wasn't that so magical though? Oh, like yeah. the moment, honey, like the opportunity of the first yes, day back, honey, it's a clean audience. slate. You, <laughs> this makes or breaks the year of yeah. the impression and that was a such a big deal like figuring out my look wait were you gonna say you remember one i cut you off. i do i remember senior year of high school which i thought i was the shit let's just i had a gap long denim skirt with a big slit ah. and let me tell you something they're back i was just at target yesterday and a girl was a gorgeous girl was walking on target and she had on a long denim skirt and i was like ah. i wish i could kept it <laughs> I, I wish i kept it <gasps> and i had steve madden shoes which oh. i had the real ones even though normally i would buy the pay less knockoff but my dad gave me his card it was a big deal okay senior year and i went and bought the real one sweetie wow. so i was looking pretty cute i'm not gonna lie to you avery what was the top do you remember I don't remember the top. And I'm actually sad that you journalized me and tried to get it out of me because I was like, Sorry. I feel so bad that I don't remember the top. But again, <laughs> a, a lot of my memories have been erased. Yeah. It's been 20 years almost. But I feel like it's going to happen like it happened with the denim skirt. You're going to see someone wearing the top. And then it'll bring one it of back. these days. And it's like, oh my God, like the yes. keys. Well, yeah. I can't wait for that moment. Okay, stop interviewing me. The next question. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last warm-up question this is natch butte we celebrate natural beauty of all things what is the most beautiful thing about you well my voice probably oh, but i yeah. feel like oh yeah i'm rapidly i don't know i don't take very good care of it i really don't but that like i'm always but that losing it but that gives it that grit honey. <laughs> and that grit you can't buy that I'd like to think so. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like leather or denim or these things that just are better when they get beat up a little bit. So yeah, I'm always like yelling at shows and losing my voice and like drinking and having too many cigarettes. I'm, I don't take care of it and I should start to take care of it. Did you have this voice when you were little? I did. Same. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Oh, really? Like when you were a baby? Oh, you yeah. Were like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 Change my diaper, mom. Yeah. Yes. Were you ever embarrassed of it as a oh, kid? Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry, I'll stop interviewing you. <laughs> yeah, of course. The things that I most disliked about myself were that I was tall and had a thin body and I was had a deep voice. And those are now the things that define me and make me different. And so, listen, kids, embrace your quirks. I mean, your voice is so incredible and singular. When I looked you up, I was like, it was, I had no, you, I, I was shocked by your youth. Oh, you sound you, so wise. Well, I'm sure you get that too. Oh, really? No. Funny. I don't know. People sometimes be like, you don't look like how I thought you would look. And then they don't say how they thought I would look. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, listen, everybody Google us if you want to know what we look like. And if not, move on. 
Okay, Avery. <laughs> so, 99% Invisible, a show all about noticing the design of most things that people don't give much thought to. So many episodes, the Hollywood Walk of Fame, house plants. Do you... When did you start noticing the design of things? Is this something that you've always had an eye for? That's such a great question. I think sort of. Before I worked with 99% Invisible, I was always like interested in design. And I thought maybe I could be a designer. Mm -hmm. But I think at that point, what I thought design was in like high school was like wallpaper magazine, like fancy Mm -hmm. design was what I thought design was. It wasn't so much about manhole covers and fire escapes and things all around us. So I really had to sort of develop that muscle when I worked for the show. Mm -hmm. And it was great because when I worked, we were so small when I started, the show was like three years old at the time. And we were kind of like, ah, shit, we need episodes. So I very quickly was suddenly like looking at everything. Yeah. Looking around the room being like, what's, what's the story behind everything? So I built up that muscle real fast. I want to know why your Twitter bio says beauty is a duty. Oh, I change my Twitter bio all the time. I think I changed it again already, but that's a quote from this designer named Tamash Kirai who is Hungarian, who was making, is so cool. He was making basically fashion runway shows in Hungary in the 80s under communism. So there was, when he would do these runway shows, it wasn't like then there was a couture line or ready-to-wear line or anything to buy. The shows were just shows. They were just art. It was like severed from commercialism. Yeah, wow. And also he had like not, there was no fashion week. So if you look at videos of his shows, they're like these Robert Wilson operas. They're beautiful. It's like what he thinks. Are these uh, on YouTube? They're on YouTube. Oh, man. He's so fascinating. And I was just in in Budapest and I was like, I'm working on a little story about him. And he had this line that said, beauty is a duty. And I was like, that's so gorgeous given his whole circumstance. And so I find that all the time. Whenever I find a quote, I'm just like, ah, put it in my Twitter bio. Just because I'm so sick of Twitter bios acting like LinkedIn, being like, find me on this and this and this and this, even though probably that would be helpful for me to like say. Well, yeah, you're very mysterious. As I mentioned previously, you don't have an Instagram. And that's one of the first things I do when I start doing research for my guests. I go on their Instagram and I get their vibe. And I was like, there's no vibe here. What's the vibe? I can't. They're not having an Instagram is a vibe. But then I saw that quote. I love that you change it because I used to change my MySpace quote like every day. Do you remember those? That's the energy. Yes. yes 100%. When I, like I'm a new person now. Well, because I've been told by many a professional to list everything you've done and make everybody know who you are because you can't assume people know who you are. But I love yeah, that course. you just put a random quote in there. I might change mine. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I also get mad at people who like don't give me any information like, who about who they are. I'm like, who is this? How do they expect me to know who they are? And then I go ahead and, and do it. I don't know. Yeah, I should change it. I'll change it. Well, I think it's um, fabulous and fun. So don't. Thanks. Okay. I want to play new palette who dis with you, which is a game on the show where I show you a new wacky collection of makeup products and you give me your opinion. But before we do that, I want to ask you about Budapest because I read that you went to a famous thermal bath. Oh, I did. And I would love to hear that experience because 
I went one time to the Korean spa in LA and I realized those are not the same thing, but you went to Wee Spa. Yes. Have you oh, been? I love Wee Spa. Yeah. Yes. So I'm curious what these are famous. These are famous experience in Budapest. Can you give us just a little titillation of what it was like? Oh man. The key thing is it was just so international. It was just tons of tourists fun, from fun. all over the world. Just soaking, just soaking with all different international standards of what is sanitary yep mm-hmm. there was one guy who had an open wound i was like oh my god i can't believe this is happening uh, so it was really just it was pretty chaotic yeah. and definitely wanted to shower afterwards but the baths themselves they're old they're like beautiful old stone baths and and they're giant really right cool. like they're giant swimming Have- pool cavernous yeah, yeah. really really and really everybody cool. just gets in together Everybody just gets in together. It's a huge... No, 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 not naked. But not with the full cloth. Like, I love that in Wee Spa, you have to wear the Mm t-shirt and the shorts. No, you just... Everyone's in their bathing suit. Okay. And uh, Not as exciting. I was thinking you're in a big soup of naked bodies. But I'll take a swimsuit. That's fine. Oh, yeah. That would be way more like Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The whole vibe was very Game of Thrones, except for like the dorky swim trunks but you know the funny thing is now phones are so waterproof like everyone was on their phone like people are facetiming with like their friends back in korea and the dominican republic it was kind of amazing i have to say i normally when i am in another country i tend to get really dorky about like oh what's the history of this building Mm -hmm. but i was in budapest visiting my boyfriend because he was shooting a movie there and it was a movie that took place in new york which was very funny so i was mostly just like there visiting not being as attentive a visitor as I normally would be. So I can't say that I could like tell you the history of this bath in the way that I would normally like to. Yeah. Did you get COVID? I did not get COVID, (laughs) but there was COVID everywhere. Oh my God. Everyone else on set got COVID. Great question. It was rampant. It was really scary. It's just one of those things. Now I had it in July and it was horrible. And but now I'm like, I'm antibodied. I can go out for another couple months, but I think bodied. I'm bodied up. <laughs> but now I think I'm going to, I haven't yet, but I'm going to, I'm still writing my antibodies, get the new vaccine. And then I'm going to lock down for the winter because I have a baby and I can't get COVID yeah. again. That sucked. Uh, I'm so sorry. But it's part of our life now. If you want to go to the Budapest bath, if you want to go to this, whatever, you got to listen, assess your risks. I feel like that's now the ultimate decider of of experience when you're like, how is the bath? I would say if I had gotten COVID from it, it would have been worth it. Okay. You know, like, yeah. It's a great litmus test. Is it COVID (laughs) worthy? (laughs) It was COVID worthy, ultimately, but thankfully no COVID. Okay, excellent. Let's play New Palette Who Dis. What's up, girl? New Palette Who Dis. So... I'm sure within your work, you know all about the fast fashion industry. The beauty yeah. industry, no exception. Fast beauty is very prominent. And these companies release these collections, these palettes, every five minutes, and the licensing <laughs> is getting unhinged. So I'm going to put in the chat uh, a link. Now, I do, again, you don't have Instagram, so I hope this works. If it doesn't... I hope so, too. It, sometimes it does, sometimes okay, it Okay, if it doesn't, I'll have to find it for you on the real internet. So let me know, does it work when you click it? There we go. Okay. So this is the Scooby-Doo collection. 
by Glamlight. Now, if you scroll through, there's a lot of stuff happening here. We have an eyeshadow palette. We have several eyeshadow palettes. We have highlighters. We have a mascara. We have lipsticks. We have liner and lashes. And like neon colors. Uh, Or day glow uh, sort of colors. Avery, what do you think? Are you a Scooby-Doo fan? I kind of am a Scooby-Doo fan. Can I tell you why? Yeah, of course. There was recently this op-ed in, I believe it was Bloomberg, about how Scooby-Doo you know, it like came out in the 60s and 70s was anti-Victorian architecture propaganda. Like this is the era when everyone's knocking down old Victorian buildings and building like cool, new, edgy, brutalist buildings. And so in every Scooby-Doo episode, they're like, oh, like bad house. Look at, you know, this this beautiful Victorian with its wraparound porch and its turrets. And like, isn't that awful? And looking at it through that lens, I love it. I love it as like a cultural. Wow, this artifact. is this is a ninety nine percent invisible energy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. How fascinating. Totally. Well, maybe you could look at these palettes and <laughs> does this evoke? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like Scooby Doo fine. I wouldn't call myself a real super fan, but do these colors in these palettes evoke Scooby Doo for you? Uh, honestly, I I dig it. I am so into these yeah i think these are really fun i i totally want one especially the like dark teal Mm -hmm. and then the option for like shiny dark Mm -hmm. teal this is this is great i really i really love it i believe that is the rut row raggy eyeshadow palette is the name of that one because i agree with you if i had to pick the two palettes here (laughs) yeah yeah. i would pick the rut row as well because those colors to me feel scooby i feel like that yes yes that middle color of the kind of pukey green i see that's like the 70s that's like the scooby-doo kind of kooky hippie color so yes i agree with you now would you wear avery that that color on your eye would you wear this tealy metallic color Ooh, were I a bolder man? Yeah. I just don't wear eye color, but I wish I wish I I wish I would. Well, if you buy this, this could yeah. be the day. This could be the day. Yeah. Just in time for Halloween. It's a weird, you know what's interesting though? I kind of commend them for like not using Daphne and Velma. Yes. It's very interesting yes. brand. Yep, you're right. You They really could have on the more like pinkish toned one, make it like a very Daphne. Yes, I would and I like Daphne because she has kind I of love like, her. yeah, I love her outfits and everything. All right, well but it's interesting. the next one is quite the pivot. Okay. Although maybe you could argue it isn't, I would say. I just sent you another link. Are you familiar, Avery, that every celebrity is currently oh coming out with a skincare line? Yes. So the but newest one. the newest member of is Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne is starting a collection with the company Rock and Roll Beauty for a beauty product line, including a 14-pan eyeshadow palette shaped like a coffin. One will be shaped like a bat. Ozzy body tattoos, a gothic mirror, nail stickers, lipsticks, and a cosmetic bag. Now, Listen, Ozzy is rocking eyeliner in this photo. He does know a thing or two about the theatrics of makeup and things but Avery what are your this is true what are your thoughts now the the collection is not here this is just the news alert about it happening what are your initial thoughts Uh, would you buy an Ozzy Osbourne palette (laughs) 
I told you it's unhinged. (laughs) It's very unhinged. But you know, the funny thing is like, it's just, I mean, this is my, 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 my bitchy take. It's like, it's just a little too late. His moment is not, is not now. And you know what? This would have been great like a while ago. But when Meet the Osbournes was on and they were the hottest family in town, I would have bought the shit out of an Aussie palette. When Kelly was making her amazing music, yes. it was so good. Oh, I wonder yeah, if she had so... her baby. She was pregnant at the oh. same time as me. I got to look her up. Oh, my God. My friend saw her at the doctor. I didn't tell <laughs> anybody, though. When she announced it, I was like, there it is. But my friend was like, I'm at the doctor. And, and I said, I'm keeping that for myself. Oh, that is such good L.A. tact. Oh, yeah, that of is course. so classy. No, I'm not Dumois. Fuck Dumois. Okay, <laughs> I don't tell. When I see somebody, I don't tell anybody. It's called privacy, sweetie. So yeah, maybe Ozzy's missed his moment. Why now? It's so random. Yeah, it's just so interesting. It's so clearly like makeup first and then the man. Well, it just and not leading with the man. At this point, it just feels like everyone's calling their agent. It's sort of like podcasts and saying, "Hey, get me a palette. Yeah, yeah. Get me a podcast. Yeah. Get me a palette." <laughs> Which are the two things I want, but everyone's trying to be me, I guess. Okay, Avery, yeah, yeah. the last one I'm showing you. In the same vein as the Scooby-Doo, we are now checking out a a, a holiday collection. I love Peanuts. Okay. Well, then there you go. Here it is. Peanuts collection. Bloop. Drop it into the chat. Wet and Wild wild. is a major offender in the Fast Beauty. (laughs) They have put out for the holidays a Peanuts collection of all Mm. uh, the Peanuts Christmas special is iconic. It, it, it really is. It, it, we've all seen it. We all know it. They've put out an entire collection, and I'm talking a collection. We have nail files, face mist, sponges, nail polish, fa-la-la lipstick, root <laughs> beer lip scrub. I mean, the whole thing. What do we think, Avery? This palette, if you click on it, the colors are pretty wacky. I, I don't really see a cohesive thought in it. Uh, no, the colors are all over the place. Although I can see how like each one is supposed to represent a member of the Peanuts gang, which is kind of chaotic. Okay, here's my thought on Peanuts. Okay. When I used to live in California, have you ever been to the Charles Schultz estate in Santa Rosa? Uh, no, but I, that sounds fun. Go. Oh my God, do yourself a favor. It's so incredible. It is such a cool thing because you go and you like see all these... because. Peanuts has been so commercialized. You forget the actual comics. And when you read the comics, you're like, shit, these are dark. They're about like anxiety. Oh, yeah. I remember the little booth, the little therapy booth, the little therapy booth. And each of the characters takes turns being like, I don't know how I feel about my friends. I don't know if they like me. They were ahead of their time on his novel. They are so ahead of their time. They are so I've never even thought about that. Yeah. He's like, I don't know how to end my novel. It's like supposed to be a spoof on writerly ennui. And the interesting thing is then you go to the gift shop at the Charles Schultz estate and it's, again, stuff like this. And it's interesting because you compare it to something famously Bill Watterson, the creator of Calvin and Hobbes, never made any toys and never made any dolls. And his logic was if someone has a Hobbes toy, that becomes their toy. Like they make up little stories about their Hobbes doll in the same way that if someone has a Snoopy, that becomes like... They're so he sleepy. was a control freak of his narrative. Pretty much. But then on the other hand, we all know who like 
if you read Calvin and Hobbes, you like know who so those you're characters saying, are. You know those stickers of Calvin peeing? Oh, <laughs> so he, you're saying he had nothing to do with that? Oh shit! He didn't, I never thought about. He didn't that. make a he, dime off of that, and he could have. Oh imagine how much money and he, he would have made. Oh my god, that's such a good point. And he it must infuriate Bill Waterson. I would be driving, getting cut off by a yeah. pissing Calvin yeah. sticker. Oh, it's truck. Calvin. That's right. I'm really into comics. Oh, I love comics. Well, then I picked the right collection for you. You really, really did. Although I, I'm not a fan of this one. Yeah, this I don't. Palette. I, you know, the colors are just wacky. It's, yeah, they're all over the place. There's any. I'm sure a talented person into makeup could come up with a great look with this. But for me, as a person who doesn't like you said, wear eyeshadow very often, I'm like, what would I do with this? I don't even know. Navy blue is know having when. a moment. That's all I'll say. Like the light blue I'm, for like the 80s I'm look. seeing it in every palette on New Palette Who huh. Dis. It's just these dark blues. And I'm terrified of that. As a 37-year-old woman, I'm just like, I'm terrified of the blue. Because <laughs> you just think you have to be like exceptionally young to pull yeah, it, it off. It just reminds me of like an 80s lady going to work. Totally. And that's my own reprogramming I need to work on. But I don't like it, is, is all I'm saying. And I will also just mention, off mic, we were discussing Howard Stern. Howard Stern has never put out any merch. He has not put out a mug, a shirt, God, anything. Respect. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Because he doesn't believe in it. Probably the same for a same similar reason of, like, controlling. I don't know. But... He just said I, he I didn't. Love that. He That's didn't. So I think. It, I think his argument was just like I don't need to put out crap. He makes enough money. He's like I don't need. I don't know. That is so cool, and I feel like in media, especially, there are like people telling you you got to do this, you yeah. got to do that, and it's so amazing when someone's just like, nah, no. It. I respect it. Now, do I want to put out merch? Yeah, I do. But it just has to be good. But I want your palette. Like, yeah, I yeah. Want the, that. Honey, the Nashville palette. Everybody would want it. It would be yeah. so thoughtful. Nobody would be doing new palette who diss and talking trash. People would want it. So we'll see. Would the colors, would there be like shades of the same color? Like know. what's the best way to design a palette? I, I'm getting 99 PI on you here. Oh I don't know what makes a palette good. Have y'all done an episode on palettes? I don't mm. think so. Watch the space. That's a good idea. Watch the space. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to do a fuck, Mary kill with Ooh, preppy clothes oh no. items. Ooh, okay. Okay. So okay. I have three for you. The first one, fuck, Mary kill, golf pants, argyle vest, mm. crew socks. Ooh, you ask such good questions. Now for me, crew socks seem the most comfortable. That might be. Totally. I was like, Mary crew yeah, yeah, socks, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And what was the other one? Argyle sweaters and. and Ar- an and argyle vest. Argyle vest. And golf pants. Now for me, it makes me think of college frat boys and i'm like i've already fucked enough golf pants in my day i don't need to go back to that time personally i think i would kill golf pants yeah. and fuck, fuck the, the, the argyle, argyle vest. vest okay yeah for sure i did, i love an argyle i love a, a preppy vest yeah or like a tennis sweater like a, a, a preppy layer is always really we nice. love a preppy layer okay that's my same answer too 
Yeah. Okay. Now this one I'm curious about. So for fuck Mary Kill, here's the items. Cashmere sweater around the neck. Ooh. That's what's key, the placement. Okay. okay Tied yes, cashmere yes. around the neck. Tennis skirt. Boat shoes. Ooh, 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 ooh. I would say, ooh. I know. This is hard. I would marry I would marry the skirt. Okay. I would marry the skirt. Okay. Those are cute. Yeah, yeah. Those are so cute. And I would kill the boat shoes. I would I would fuck the sweater around the Honey, shoulders. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I agree. Cashmere. I I'm like fucking cashmere like honey we deserve the luxury we deserve the eroticism like i'm here for that boat shoes again reminds me of all the frat guys that i went out with in college out there you're done so i'm again we're simpatico here i i love it i love it okay this one is a shirt edition so these are all three shirts so this will be interesting a white button-up okay a collared lacoste polo okay let's say it's green Okay. And an Abercrombie graphic tee from 2002. Uh, oh, well, I know which one I'd kill. <laughs> Definitely the Abercrombie one. 1,000%. Oh, did you, you saw the Abercrombie yes, movie, yes, right? Yes, yes, I mean, the words on those shirts. The and words I, on those and shirts. I, I bought them slash wanted them. Uh, going oh, to yes. Abercrombie for me was a lo- it was like a luxury. Like, I would get one item for Christmas from there. Yes. And yes. it was, just, and I, but I would go in there and like, fubble all my fingers all over everything and be like i wish i could afford this it'd be cool i know exactly exactly no and i i went i was allowed to go to abercrombie precisely once yeah and just like i had this one shirt i wore it over and over and over again and it's just so amazing like power that it had and then because i couldn't have it it, i ridiculed people for wearing it so fast and the fragrance Oh I was God, like, I just want to be like the rich girls and wear the Abercrombie fragrance. I never bought it. It's incredible. And like, where did you grow up? Dallas. This is so amazing that like, this is a huge Transcends, yes. And everybody, everybody. They were on to something. They were on to something. Yeah. And like before social media. It's oh, yeah. so interesting. That stupid catalog, which they talked about in the documentary, that goofy catalog. We were all just like, I want to be a naked person running through the woods with my Abercrombie cologne. Incredible. Incredible what they did. So yeah, I want to kill that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I'm really torn because I actually, okay, so I used to hate preppy clothes, but in the course of doing this this series that I made about preppy clothes, I'm now like obsessed with them. I love them. And it's been very like healing for me Mm -hmm. given our, you know, collective experience. Abercrombie infused millennial background. But I would probably marry the white button mm-hmm. down. So classic, yes. so stable. Really just want to hitch your wagon to that. Oh, yeah. And then, well, I'd fuck the green Lacoste polo. That's a fun fling. You know what? I completely agree with you. I guess this was much easier than I thought because I was thinking the white button up, obviously he has a job. Okay, we love a stability. We love a king with a 401k. Like, so we're marrying the button up. We'll have a one night stand with the collared Lacoste. Why not? We'll wear it. We'll smell that Abercrombie cologne on us as we're leaving the next morning. It'll be a nice little fun time. And then we forget. And I'm agreeing. Oh, that's so funny. I was interpreting them totally differently. I was like, okay, white button down is more of a like Ame Leon door, like fashion okay, sort of guy. Yes. Just mixing it up. The green polo is more like Andre 3000. Oh, like, yes. Cheeky. That's the thing about preppy, though. It can like sway all these different ways. Uh, you know? Just like so. Tell us, we've kind of alluded to it, but just give us the elevator pitch of the new series. 
just so we know, if everyone listening, the new season of Articles of Interest will be out soon, I'm imagining? Tomorrow. Oh, wow. Tomorrow okay, it comes so out. So by the time this is out, out, I don't know when this is coming out. It's, it's out. out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, everybody coming check out. it out. What? T- give us what? Titillate us a little bit here. Okay, so I was going to just do one episode about preppy clothes. And it was going to be mostly focused on this, like, Abercrombie stuff we've been yep, talking yep, about. Yep. But then I dug into, like if you watch the Abercrombie documentary, they're like, and preppy clothes was such a time honored thing. They were going to continue that tradition. I was like, wait, what is that tradition? Like what's up with preppy clothes? Where did they come from? And the story is so wildly deep, wildly deep. I mean, it really starts with like Brooks brothers Mm -hmm. in the early, in 1818, in like the early days of American democracy. And it's functionally the story of how Brooks Brothers created the preppy look and then a little, a, a Jewish man from the Bronx worked at Brooks Brothers and learned everything he knew about clothes and went on to become Ralph Lauren and give that look to the whole world. And it's about how preppy clothes, every generation, it was in in the 1900s, it was in in the 1920s, It was in in the 1960s or 1950s. It was in in the 1980s. It came back in the 2010s. Arguably, depending on who you ask, it's back now. But why is this this trend that comes back over and over again and also sort of never goes away? Wearing a button-down shirt and khakis is just like clothes. It's just like what people, like men of a certain age, just wear it. People of a certain demographic just wear it. It's sort of like what we consider classics or basics. Yes. Like if you go to Uniqlo, the models are just wearing these clothes that used to be called preppy and no one even calls it preppy anymore. Like when I talked to the CEO of Brooks Brothers now, he's like, we don't use that word. They're like they're just yeah. called classic clothes. Yeah. And so it's really interesting because I was expecting it to be this. I thought this was a style worn by like boring old white men, but the history is like very black, very Jewish and very Japanese. There's this whole part that like takes place in Japan. And as we go through the history, like decade by decade, there's so much to learn about like why trends happen, where trends come from, why we wear what we wear. And each decade sort of parallels a very obvious thing going on in our own time. So I learned so much about the history of 20th century fashion from exploring preppy clothes. I think it's like the most important because it's so ubiquitous. To me, I felt like a fish learning what water is. Like, oh my God, this is the most important fashion wow, story. I'm so no intrigued. I, oh, thanks. Because again, it's like that Miranda Priestly monologue. Yes, totally. It's the Cerulean Blue Yes, thing. we just buy clothes and we don't think much of it. So what? Wow. How does Japan get worked in? I got to find out. It's a good, it's a fascinating story. Yeah. It's a fat and I, I, as I like to say, I wouldn't have made a seven part. I am not one to make a seven part series unless I believe it's warranted. I didn't have to make this a seven part series. I only made seven chapters because I was like this. It truly needs it. Each decade needs its own chapter. Wow. Because when I think of the word preppy clothes, again, I go back to high school to the rich girls and the rich girl table. And I also think of Zach Morris because A.C. Slater referred to him as preppy. (laughs) Yes. And so I think of like the Zach Morris look, this all-American, that's in quotes. I can't wait. Oh, thanks. Seven parts. Buckle up, baby. Thank you. It's going to be exciting. Okay, so everybody check that out. But I guess this is Natch I have to ask you about (laughs) products and things and things. So 
let's go there. You said you're not really a skin gal. Do you have anything that you use on yourself that you really like? You have fabulous curly hair. There's got to be a hair mm-hmm. regimen. I, I definitely have things I use. Yeah. I don't, I, I use things on my skin. I don't like my skin. Yeah, okay. But I'm, I'm very curious for any recommendations you have. But for curls, I definitely use, do you know EcoSlay? No, but I, I love, love the name. Eco-Slay. Oh, they're fantastic. And they don't have any preservatives or anything. So you have to keep it in the refrigerator. <gasps> and it's all natural. It's great. And it comes in these big pouches. I love a um, pouch. And they have a, they have a reusable program. So it can be zero waste. I, oh. Love it. Love it. Love Are they Eco-Slay. based in New York? I forget if they're based in New yeah. York. I bought it from a salon I mm-hmm. use, but um it's 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 fantastic. I wow. use the vanilla pudding <gasps> from Eco. Oh, that sounds fantastic. It's but great. not like the Jessica Simpson where you can actually eat it too. No. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, okay. I I I love I loved that. I loved that. And then I don't know, everything else I buy. I buy from like the Park Slope food co-op. I buy mm-hmm. like natural scrubs for my face and stuff. But the only thing that I buy like from Sephora, I'm curious what you think of this. I feel like it's the the Ilia tinted face yeah, yeah. serum with the sunscreen. And mm-hmm. that's what it's so good. It's that's so my good. ride or die. Do you follow Charlotte Palermino? Oh yeah, you're no, not on that? Instagram. Oh my uh, god. Who is that? Tell me. Oh my Avery, you're killing me here. Y'all, you two oh, would yeah, get along gangbusters. <laughs> she has incredible yeah uh charlotte palermino and she's like you in the sense that she has brunette hair and wonderful eyebrows y'all are of a similar age and her thing is just research and oh breaking down the trends and things but she did a video on that product and she basically said for in order to get the sun protection you need you have to use a lot of it no. And she broke down <laughs> the cost of the product because it is not a cheap product. It is not. Basically, a it's cheap like product. $3. I'm not, I'm butchering this. Everybody look it up. But there it's a lot of money per use in order to get the right amount because these physical sunscreens, you got to put a layer. You got to do a layer. Yeah. And most of us are not using enough physical sunscreens as opposed to like well there's so there so there's two different types of sunscreen there's chemical and there's physical the physical sunscreens Mm. are the ones that are made from minerals and they actually protect your skin physically from the sun as opposed to the chemical sunscreens which you put on and then the ingredients block the sun from absorbing into your skin oh oh that's so interesting it's like the two kinds of iud's that's (gasps) fascinating yes exactly so i would say the copper iud would be the mineral sunscreen physical Yes. yes exactly great analogy this is, I'm so amazed that you like, I don't know, know all the science. Well, so I cool. don't necessarily, but I have done a lot of fucking episodes of the show. <laughs> so you pick you something have, up. Do you have a recommended tinted sunscreen? I have been using this one called Say Beauty and they sent it to me and it was incredible. And it also made its rounds on TikTok. Oh, it's S-A-I-E. Got Say it. Beauty Tinted Moisturizer. it is fabulous i also really like the tower 28 the tower 28 tinted sunscreen is also incredible the tower 28 has more coverage so if you like more coverage get that one if you like a more natural coverage get the say but those are my two honey that's that's what i'm thank you but then i also do a layer of sunscreen before that just to make sure i'm covered 
Oh, that is so smart. But I'm so I'm smart. breastfeeding, so I only use physical sunscreens right now. I'm not using there are some incredible Korean lovely chemical sunscreens. I'm just not using them right now, but so I'm all about that physical honey. Wow. Thank you so much. And here I was so proud of myself. I was like, I use sunscreen every no, day. That Ilya, this fancy no, stuff. It's great. You just have to put all you honey, you gotta really layer it. Wow. And then you look very sleek right it, it's, yeah it, she thick she thick yeah yeah which is a moment and there's pungent there's a lot of um squalene i believe is the oil because it does give you that oil yes 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 oh, yeah. hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, yeah. Can I ask you another be- I, yes, I have so please. questions for Daphne. I hope I have any answer. So many times I've tried zero waste uh-huh. products, yeah. especially like the two things I use are like tinted sunscreen mm-hmm. and eyeliner. Mm-hmm. And I've tried zero waste eyeliner, but it always is just like gross yeah. and chalky, even natural stuff. And do you have any that you like? Uh, zero waste? Yeah. There's... A lot of brands are now doing the refill system. Yeah. So that would be something. That counts. Yeah. There's one called Tristique. Huh. T-R-E-S. I'm just making sure I'm getting. So Tristique. They pride themselves in being first 100% clean, zero waste makeup product. Wow. And they have a system. You can buy this really cute little, it looks like a pencil case. And I believe it's made from a recycled water bottle and they have lots of different colors. And you can buy a whole kit of a foundation stick, a bronzer stick, a eyeliner, a mascara. And when it's done, they just send you the refill, like a little refill and you stick it in. Oh, and oh, cool. Yeah. And it's a woman owned brand. I believe they're based in New York. So for you, the carbon footprint would be very small. That's fantastic. And uh, I liked everything I used of theirs. They have really pretty colors and they extended their shade range recently so they can really cover lots of different honey skin tones, which I appreciate. So maybe check Tristique out if you're trying to be eco. Thank you. I love that. Cool. Keep keep coming. Amazing. Yeah, anything else? <laughs> oh, baby. I'm on a roll now. I'm trying to remember. I, I, I periodically... I've been like, oh, good, good do question you, for Jackie. Do you do like a skin routine? Do you have like a cleanser and a cream or anything like that? I use, you know, Zum Face. No. Zum Face. Oh, that's right. You said you use co-op you stuff. Yeah, I use like co-op I stuff. But it smells so nice. It's just like sugar, basically. It's like a sugar scrub. And then I use a serum mm-hmm. from the health food store. So um, if you're a member of a co-op, does that mean you have to go and shelve groceries sometimes? Yes, it does. And there's so much drama at the Park Slope oh. Food Co-op. It is such a thing. Oh. They're like all, they're like minor niche Brooklyn celebrities, you know. Oh, I think I remember yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. like Kate Hudson or somebody. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're they're like all these rumors about like who got a task rabbit to like do <gasps> their shift for them. Oh my god. It's like it's it's 
honestly, it's a little, it's a little much, but I, I love the parts of food co-op. It's really, it's really nice. So it's, what have you had to do? Have you had to like put oranges away or? Oh yeah. yeah. Put all kinds of produce away. Although honestly, the shift that I get to do now is I get to work at a soup kitchen and that counts. <gasps> yes, so I've been doing that. That's great. That's great. Yeah. This is going to sound insane, but you live in New York. So maybe you've heard about the insane, just the competitive nature of preschools. Have you heard about oh this? Oh my God. I, I am childless, but I live in like child yes. central in Park Slope. And yes, I have heard of this. Is it not the same in LA? I, I have no idea the New York culture. I would imagine it's bad, but it is. I have friends who literally were at Cedars with their newborns calling, getting on lists. Seriously? It's, it's really intense. And so I haven't put my son on any lists yet, but my physical therapist was saying, he's almost six months old. You got to get on the lists. No! I know. And my husband was like, oh, my friend is on the board at this co-op preschool. And I said, Ben, do you know what that means? That means that we're going to have to go into the class and teach slash clean the bathroom. I don't know what they're going to make us do. And I said, are you okay, comfortable with that? So oh, no, it. honey, I'm doing it. No, I just was making sure he was aware of what that meant because, you know, he's a busy guy. I love that idea. No, honey, I, I would wear idea. my kooky Southern aunt earrings. I would. Yes. I'd be like Miss Libby from yes. Billy Madison. I'd be like rubbing paste on my face and it, it would be fab. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I love this for you. I really hope that happens. I don't know. There's something about, well, I don't know. There's so much talk right now of like, we need to form communities and yes. help each other out. And I think that's true. And it's really nice to have a co-op model that makes you do it yes. to like build something. It's great. I love this. We need to all be more in touch with our communities. And after giving birth, I can't even, you have to have help. You have to have people around yeah. you to help. And if you don't, the family unit's yes, not enough. We don't, but we don't even have that anymore. We're all in yeah. our own little world and our own little thing. So shop local, meet your neighbors, vote in local elections, do get involved in your community, <laughs> do your co-op shift, everybody. Okay. This is me and Avery telling you this. If you take anything oh from this episode, you, coastal nightmare, coastal elite nightmare. Oh, well, listen. <laughs> If the shoe fits, wear it, sweetie, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I want to come visit and go to the co-op. That sounds exciting. Uh, it, oh, my God. Get this. It's, like, so hard to visit. It's, like, members only. Stop. You can't come. No, no, no. I'm telling it's you. Like it's, Soho it's, House. A, it's a little much. Okay. It's a little much. It is, like, rustic, gr crunchy Soho so House. So how did yes. you get in? Do you have to apply and they interview you and stuff? My sister and I were both trying to get in. And we're, and my sister was like refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And late at night, she was like, it, 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 applications are open, get in. It's, it's like a thing. It's a real thing. And I thought my preschools were bougie. Damn. <laughs> this is crazy. It's, it's a little nuts. It's a little nuts. Well, I love hearing about subcultures. So I feel this is a subculture <laughs> that I would love to just visit. Yes. Yes. There are ways. There are ways to get you in. Be in touch next okay. time you're in New York. Oh, wasn't that an episode of Broad City? How she yes, acted exactly, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pretending to do the yes, shit. It's, yes. a, it's a total thing. It's like a cultural institution. Okay, well, I, I, I'm going to get in one way or another because I got to check this out. Okay, Avery, I ask everyone this. This is kind of wrapping up our interview here. Self-care rituals, things that you do that make you you that are musts, non-negotiables in your day-to-day -day life. What are some of those? I'm really bad at self-care. Well, the way that I... I don't know. My, my favorite thing, my favorite treat is to play hooky and go to a museum. Yep. That's like my favorite mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm. And 
because it, it it's very like fuck off no one talk to me and just wandering around turn my phone off and and go to a museum and then just like taking notes on things i'm excited about that's my favorite my favorite thing especially if i can like bike to it if i can like get on my bike go to the met just like spend the day and and it really works best when i'm like supposed to be doing something else yes the like added edge of i shouldn't be here right now but i yeah. am and it makes it feel like such a treat and going alone i can i, I like going to museums with friends but i find it really hard because i'm like i want to talk i want to know how you are but also like right like, it can be such an immersive stuff. experience when you're not speaking with someone have you ever been to dc Yes. Have you been to the African American Museum? It is incredible. Not yet. I want to go so badly. I hear it's yeah, amazing. It was, I think it's the best museum I've ever been to. And wow. also, if you've ever been to Dallas, which is where I'm from, the JFK Museum is incredible. Really? And oh, I haven't been either of these. And they have the whole immersive thing where you can listen to the audio and you and there's and oh. it's mixed well and it's just so well done and obviously such a dark horrific thing that happened right. the president was assassinated in dallas and this is where it happened so the museum is right on the corner you look out the window and you see the street wow but just it's so well done so those are I my love two that you said it's mixed well you're such an audio oh nerd. yeah it's it's so, it's so good you put in the headphones and you hear it's just great so those are my two museums for you to check out yes that's so, and when people, when people are like, oh, I'm feeling kind of sad. I feel disconnected. I feel uninspired. I'm like, stop what you're doing. Don't do your work. Go to a museum. Yes. It's the best way. It's like going on Tumblr, but it's the. But IRL. Way. It's like real life. It's an immersive, inspiring experience. And if I don't do that regularly, like at least once a month, I get kind of wilted and like upset and I find it hard to have ideas, but I need that input. What a great answer. No one has ever said that on Ashview yet. Oh, cool. And so I love it. Thanks. I, I love your museum recommendations. I just we went, the JFK museum. I just took my way too young son to really appreciate it, but I went to see the Takashi Murakami muse- exhibit at the Broad here in LA, and it was so oh my God. fucking awesome. You are such a cool mom. I, if I have kids, I want to be bringing them to <laughs> well, he's, exhibits they can't yet understand. Yeah, I had. Well, I wanted to go, and it ended in September, so I, it was more for myself. But did I get? Oh, a, totally. Did I get pictures holding him up next to the beautiful, cool <laughs> paintings and things? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's definitely forming some. It's forming something in in that mushy brain space. I, definitely, I definitely think. I definitely think so too. The last thing I'm going to ask you, Avery, besides where we can find you, which again. Why don't you have an Instagram? Please share with us because I feel I don't have the strength that you have to not have one. I I don't feel like I have the strength to have one. It just made me hate myself. Every time I went on Instagram, I was like, I should change my whole look. I should change everything about, you know, my pictures are so stupid. I'm not getting enough likes. It just was, I was like, I can't do this. I can't. I had, I had one for a year and then I just, found i was like buying a lot and hating myself and not like i mean i'm on twitter buying a lot and hating yourself that could be (laughs) the byline for instagram that could be (laughs) instagram buy a lot hate yourself that's exactly what it is but it's also such a useful tool of connection you know it's like husbands can cheat on their wives oh yeah it's like (laughs) it's the place to be for all good things (gasps) 
No, I mean, you've heard the analogy that Twitter is like New York and Instagram's like L.A. Oh, here we go again with the cultural elite bullshit. Yes. No, that's very true. That that checks because I've had the worst, darkest shit happen to me on the Internet on Twitter for sure. Yes. 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 Oh, I'm so sorry. Like like cyberbullying. I don't want to get into it. Uh, But yeah, I mean, people are just these little eggs with no face can really come at you, can't they? I also totally. got attacked by a bunch of Dua Lipa stands, and that's another story. Don't oh my god! Don't tweet anything about anyone really famous in the pop. Just don't, because it will. They, I guess, all they do is search her name all day long, and oh then just come god. at you. But I, I muted it. It wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I was just like, wow. There's a lot of eggs telling me that my podcast sucks and that I should give up my career and I'm jealous to do a Lipa, which are all true, wow. but I don't appreciate wow. hearing it from an egg. Have you heard Dua Lipa's podcast? I haven't. She has a beautiful voice. She does have a beautiful yes. voice. The interviews aren't bad. Yeah. Good for her. Uh, my, Good for her. My thing is just <laughs> when you're a famous pop star, do you need a podcast? That that I'll leave that for the audience to decide. Okay. <laughs> That's That was all I tweeted. Okay. Being bitter. The eggs called me out. Uh, well, the real proof will come when do it. Does Julie have a palate? You know what? Not that I know of. To be determined, Avery. We'll to see. be determined. She'd do a good one. She would, honey. I would. I'd buy what she's selling more than Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Avery. Please tell us where we can find you. And articles of interest, season three, out now. I'm assuming you could find that where podcasts are. Wherever you get your podcast, there you go. And I'm on Twitter at well, it's not a very catchy handle. It's just my last name, which is spelled stupid again, Ellis Island barista, but it's at Truffleman. Hey, that's fun. Yeah, that's a fun name. That's fun. Did you have AOL Instant Messenger? Were you of that era? You're a little younger than me. No, no, no. I had it. I had it, and I remember I really wanted a fun screen name, and I remember my dad was like Avery. A screen name is something you have the rest of your life. So you, <laughs> it will take so you, need you will to take it, it to the grave. Carefully. Yeah, exactly. He was like, "Don't." I mean, honestly, it was like sort of wise. He was like, "Just pick something you won't be embarrassed of later." But now it's such a cultural touch touch yes. point to have one you're embarrassed of. So I wish he let me do the one that I wanted. Well, what which was would have been super embar- get this? I was a child in school. And we were planting seeds in our little school garden. And we were planting morning glories. And I thought they were the most beautiful flower. And so I was like, morning glory, like five, five, seven or whatever. That's what I wanted. What was yours? So your parent, your dad wouldn't let you be morning glory five, five, six. Yeah. He was like, that's, he's like, just do something you want. So it was Ave Treff. He was like, just do something you wouldn't be embarrassed about. I was, it's me, Jackie, oh, three. That's cute. And the reason I did that was because famously on AOL Messenger, you would be typing and all of a sudden you'd get an alert. It would say, so-and-so wants to send you a message. Do you accept? And so I thought it would be cute if it was like, it's me, Jackie. Like, it's me. Yeah. Which is why I came up with that. And so 03 was my grad year. Honey, the 20 years coming around the corner. Yes. Oh, my God. I know. It's crazy. I just want to say, did you ever listen to What's the Story, Morning Glory, the album by Oasis? 
No, I was not an Oasis person. Yeah, I unfortunately, I had an ex-boyfriend who just would not stop fucking playing that CD. I feel like that's how it happens. Oh. That's the the tra- the mode of transfer have, with Oasis. I have memories of him screaming it in my car, <laughs> like in my ear. He didn't have a I'm car, so which is why I drove him around. Honey, listen. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Your service. Listen, you live and you learn, right? Burned and learned. That's right. Ooh, Morning glory. Honey. Well, Avery, this has been my absolute delight. This was so fun, Jackie. You've Thank you. You've lived up to all expectations. Oh, geez. And <laughs> I can't wait to listen to season three of Articles of Interest all about American Ivy. And I would say I'll follow you on Instagram, but not applicable, which I respect. Again, I respect. I respect it's it's great and it's also nice it's like no 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 pressure for anyone to follow me it's all great did you know that there's a hashtag of your name oh there is because people that's cool when you do things and people want to tag you they add the hashtag of you and I know that because again I research my guests I'm basically you I'm sleuthing and doing reporting and it really shows I really can I say I really have to say your show actually taught me a very valuable lesson. And I thought that I didn't care. I, I was always really resentful that fashion and beauty, hear me out. I was always yes. really resentful that fashion and beauty were paired together. No, I, I was like, fashion's nothing like beauty. No, I feel the same way. It's annoying. But I was always like, you know, there are all these beauty podcasts. How could you even have a beauty podcast? And then I realized listening to your show and it's so in depth and you ask the questions that I want to know about how people feel about how they look and how people engage in commerce and engage with the overcapitalized beauty industry in this really thoughtful, intelligent way. And you like clearly put the work in. I was like, oh, right. I was thinking about beauty podcasts in the same way that people think about me when they're like writing off fashion or they say it's not important or not a useful metaphor for larger things. And so I, I really like, I really appreciate it. I really thank you. It was a very humbling moment to well, become a, a Natch Butte fan. I will say I took Natch Butte off the beauty charts about a year ago. Wow. I'm on the I'm on the comedy chart now, which is way more competitive, and I'm not even I'm not even charting on it. But it's because I want people to not assume that Natch Butte is literally just somebody talking about makeup for an hour. It, we barely talk yeah. about makeup on Natch Butte now. Yeah, it's so exactly. much other. That's why I say it's a lifestyle podcast. It's more lifestyle now than it is beauty. So yeah. I hear that. And also, fashion is one of those things that you intrinsically participate in, whether you like it or not. Totally. As Miranda Priestley just famously said on Devil Wears Prada. So I think it's a fascinating topic that I could talk about all the time, even though I don't consider myself a fashionista. I watch all the, you would lose it, Avery, on TikTok, all the kids and their fits. And they're so enthusiastic and so knowledgeable about how they discuss it and the choice. It's just, the kids are going to save us. The idea that fashion is like a source of Rachel Tashin coined this term, a source of intellectual delight yep. is like so different than even five years ago. It is so cool. Like the, the discourse oh, is like there's this, growing. There's this guy who just stops people in New York. I think it's called Streets of New York. And he just stops you and asks them about their outfits. And, I, oh. and through that, you get to know the person and where they're from. And this piece was my grandmother's. And it's, I could watch it for hours. Like you said, it would suck your life away. I love that. I love that. But this, I'll just say, I really think beauty, beauty is the same yes, way. 100%. It's really interesting. And I had no idea. 
It is the same. It is. They go hand in hand for a reason. I guess that's why they're on the chart together. <laughs> the chart that you left. Yes, the chart that I that you left. <laughs> but I we listen, we love all our beauty sisters. But Jackie was trying to rebrand. A pivot. We love a love it. we love a pivot and we love a we love a rebrand, sweetie. Avery, I'm gonna let you go because we've already gone over and I know you're a busy lady. You probably have oranges to put away at the co-op. So <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Nashview. And uh, you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Avery, do you cream your neck? Oh, my God, no. Okay. So from here on out, you're going to. Okay. okay? Your neck okay. is your face. Fun fact. Your neck is your face. So you mean... Just that people see it with your face? Your neck needs to be cared for in the same way your face is. Huh. If there's one mission statement of Nashview, it's cream your neck. So <laughs> thank you. you gotta, so are you going to cream it tonight for me? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm- then my work here is done. <laughs> Love this. All right. Great convo.